My question for you is that through all the darkness that South African women face, emotional, physical, sexual, economic abuse, what reason do we have to keep smiling? Um, we have absolutely no reason. Absolutely no reason. Absolutely no reason. Absolutely no reason. No reason. No reason. No reason. Sana. Umtana watata elona bozo elakelal kulu ekai. What if I break up with him? He took the biggest knife they had at my house and threatened to kill himself if I broke up with him. What was on Bulala Nam? Because Dam Tembisa Okuba Sushukaneswa Kukufa. He'd said he'd kill me too because I had promised him till death do us part. Dapanzandakus that the females is Bulelwenga Matot. I was almost, almost a part of the statistics of females murdered by men. Almost. Batman Buelan and I. Poof, I must pretend just for my safety. Davo Maganam, Kazlansoyik. They asked me to get back together with him and said I must just pretend for my safety. For my safety. And I agreed. Because I was scared. It's not okay. It has never been okay. It will never be okay. No matter what age, no matter what tax bracket, no matter what skin color, it's not okay and it is scary. Girls, babies, young children, two-year-olds, post-giving-birth mothers, 19-year-olds, pregnant women, under the hands of a perpetrator. And I usually do episodes to educate people, to get the word out there, to tell someone to tell someone, so that they know and they're aware and they're woke. But unfortunately, this is going to be another cry that goes onto deaf ears. Another voice that is filled with, with fear. Because all I've worked hard for, the person that I am, the friend, the daughter, the sister that I am, could no longer be tomorrow. Because I am a woman living in South Africa, in the world in the universe. Welcome to season 2000. Welcome to life as a female in South Africa. Okay, so um, living as a girl in South Africa means constantly being scared. It is being scared around men I am both familiar and unfamiliar with. 
it is being scared when i go to the shop in my neighborhood it is passing by a group of boys and being cat called and having to smile in the midst of the discomfort because i just don't want to provoke them it is seeing a police van driving by and hoping that it is female cops driving and not men because even policemen terrorize women and if they are men i i hope they leave me alone it is not wanting a package delivered at a specific time because I'm going to be home alone. And I don't know if the delivery guy is a rapist or a murderer or both. I'm scared when I'm alone and I'm scared even in public. So I smile when strangers tell me to smile. And I'm polite when men make me feel uncomfortable. It is waking up to hashtag justice for Kwasa and sighing in relief that it isn't my name. And then a second later being angry because it could be my name. Being a girl in South Africa means being angry. It means being scared. Safety is an illusion for me. I'm angry at men. I'm angry at officials. I'm angry that we're still talking about this. I'm angry that tomorrow I'll wake up to another story of another girl being either raped or killed. I'm angry that right now a girl is either being raped or killed and I won't know her name. I'm angry because I could be that girl. I'm angry because the arms of justice are yet to carry out any justice. I'm angry that I could be next. I'm angry that after me there'll be someone else too every day i i feel more unsafe and every day i get angrier because before i just had to worry about the man in the dark alley now i worry about the men i know too i'm angry that the president wants to romanticize my struggle i'm angry that he wants to give tribute to my strength i'm angry that he wants to commend me on how well i carry the burden of being unsafe i'm tired of the hashtags i'm tired of the rest in power there's nothing poetic about hearing aluta continue every other day i am not a soldier volunteering to go to war I'm a girl child, I step out of the house and I hope I don't have to fight. And I go to sleep hoping no one brings a fight into my house. This is not a f***ing way to live, it is not. So it's like this for me. Everywhere you walk, it's like you're walking towards a stop sign. You constantly have to look right to left, front to back. Every step is a step in fear, every step is a step for survival. Constant paranoia ringing in your ears. Like your walking habits even change. Like in me, like it's like I'm I'm not even shuffling. I'm sprinting across wherever I need to walk. So afraid something's gonna happen to me. I feel like I personally don't have trust in anyone anymore. So last week, when um, I had labs, well after labs, I decided I was gonna go to education campus and like just see what it's like because my mom was running late. You know, just like for old time's sake before lockdown and stuff. So there I was. And for some reason I felt like someone was walking behind me. And at first I thought it was just like, you know, some... We were just walking in the same direction type of thing. Until I decided, because I didn't know where I was going. I was just walking for walking, just taking a walk. I decided to like just take a random turn, like to see. And also like to just get rid of the fe the feeling of fear I was feeling. And the guy like... He followed me. He turned. I decided to go to the education um, main building, the one where um, um, you get on the bus to the other campuses and races. And like I kind of had to push the door because there was no security in the building. I was unaware at the time. And it was quite quiet because like obviously no one's back at school yet for all degrees. So it was really quiet. The building was empty. So I pushed the door open. And like it was one of those squeaky doors I could hear like and I felt safe because I was in the building but also at that time I was unaware that no one else was in the building. So I went in, took a breather because I was kind of walking fast and 
I heard the door squeak again, and it was the same guy in the denim jacket. I couldn't recognize any facial features because um, I wasn't wearing my glasses, and I was kind of a bit far away from the door, well, midway, like, I don't know, probably like 20 feet. And there was the guy. So I started walking. I started walking again. And I thought, okay, I was in the first level. Uh, well, the second level above the level where you catch the buses. So I decided I was going to walk up the stairs another level up. Because he's probably going to go towards the buses. And he didn't. He kept following me. I started walking faster. He started picking up pace. And I saw, okay, at the end of the door, the parking lot was there. So I decided I'm going to go to the parking lot. Because surely there should be a person, a security guard. And when I got there, there was one car. And... No security guard. So I started to panic and he was right behind me. So I started to run towards Girton because I'm sure people were going to be there. Yeah, so I, I ran towards Girton and when I finally found someone, he turned around just there. I don't even know who this guy is or what's happening, but like I didn't feel safe. And ever since like that day, I, I just, I, I feel, I feel like we're writing on Monday. But yeah, I'm kind of scared, especially because of this experience that I've had. Like, I, I at first I just thought I was just being paranoid. But yeah, I don't feel safe. Don't feel safe on the street. Don't feel safe at school. I'm starting to wonder if a safe space lives and it does exist outside the four walls of my bedroom, outside of the walls of my house, sort of outside the walls of my yard. I don't know I don't even know I, beyond my friends is there a safe space it's quite scary going out alone um, I always try and make sure I can go with a friend or with my sisters or somebody like but like going alone is just a no-no and it's just because how yeah no man the guys are just too um, for lack of a better word thirsty because they just come and I don't even know how to explain you'd be walking by yourself and they'll just come out of nowhere and they'll be like oh baby baby you know that type of thing and you're just like really or they hold onto your arms or they try and slap your bum or you know just things like that and I'm like they feel so entitled that they can just do that without any repercussions because you know you're too scared to retaliate because you anything could happen you know anything could happen and you just don't want to put yourself in such a position also um if you don't respond to them or if you say no sorry i can't give my number whatever the case is they will follow you and it gets scary because you like you know sometimes you're walking not in the safest areas like where my race is it's not in the safest area and you know you're walking and you're trying to out walk this guy or outright him but you can't like you know and it's just such a scary situation because we know we live in South Africa and you could like at any point you could not that okay what I'm about to say it's very bad but then you know like the men here like are like not all of them but like they are rapists you know so you're just so scared like you know you're just terrified at the realities you face like every time you step out of your room and you know like if i'm walking alone i will make sure that 
I'm wearing like the longest, the, the most loose jeans I could find and the longest top I can find so that no, like nobody can see, this is inverted commas, see anything because I just don't want to be, I don't know, approached if I can say it like that. And yeah, but I mean, that doesn't even stop people. I mean, yeah, stop guys. It just does stop them because they will still come to you, you know, and they're calling you all these derogatory terms. If you're like, no, sorry, I can't give you my number, whatever. They, they start just insulting you, calling you all these derogatory terms and all stuff. So it's just not, it's not an ideal situation walking alone, especially now with all the, well, it's been going on for a long time, but it's become more pronounced now with all the GBV that's going on. I would I would tell all my friends or whoever, never talk alone. Like if they're going out, they must go out with someone, you know, or they must let somebody know where what their location is. You know, it's just scary times. It's really just scary times. And the scary thing is that this has been going on for so long, but it's only becoming more like we're only becoming more aware of it now because of because many students are now becoming victims to it or is it just because of the times that we're facing with the whole corona pandemic that we don't have so much time to be out with each other so we have more time at home and more time to realize the actual um realities that africa is facing but yeah, it's just scary, man. Yo, I remember I was walking to the bank this other day. Um, I had some admin to call sort out a bank in. So I was wearing a pair of shorts, a t-shirt, a cap. that day. Fine, I go to the bank. Like we, there's lots of houses, man, on the street. And we know our neighbors, like it's not like Asbazi, but Asizo told me or anything, but Siabaz. Eh, I walk past two houses down from my house. There's an old man there. Old, old, old man, old enough to be my dad. He's standing there by the gate. I'm walking past, I greet, and because you know it's an older person, I'm greeting. I walk past. He calls me. I go because I'm like, okay, shut up maybe he, he wants to ask something and then he asked me my name and asked me for my number and says he wants to go with me did you know you know i'm in a hurry i can't stop um because i was in a hurry because the bank was gonna close soon so i carry on walking as i'm walking a guy follows me <laughs> he follows me up until the bank is about like a 10 to 15 minutes walk from my house. He follows me until I'm about five minutes away from the bank. Literally. One the whole way. The whole time I'm telling him, Ba, can you please leave? Like, can you please leave me alone? You're this man. He carried on. He, I was scared for my life. Literally, I was tearing up. But I was wearing a mask and my glasses, so I couldn't really tell. But like I was tearing up. I was so scared. I'm like, is this guy gonna pull me into an alley 
what is he gonna do why is he following me the whole way i've been asking him to leave me alone like i was crying i, I had to call someone like to to talk to me as i'm walking because i i just couldn't i just couldn't do it and so i was i was speaking to someone once i was on the phone that's when he stopped following me but like yo i was so scared i was so afraid and that's what we go through on a daily it's not even something new it's not something that's never happened before like it's a regular thing i'm so tired the gender-based violence in south africa is sickening it is disgusting it is inhumane women are treated as possessions our lives are in the hands of men whether we live to see another day or not depends on men the day we take our last breath will be determined by men the day we lose our virginity, our innocence, our dignity, our lives is determined by men. Living as a girl in South Africa is like living on borrowed time. It's like being constantly surrounded by predators. I feel afraid. To be honest, I feel like I have to make sure I don't anger men. I have to make sure to not press the wrong buttons. I have to make sure to say the right things, to do the right things just to stay alive. I am constantly living in fear. Um, walking down a road or a passage or a corridor with men or a men only, I sigh and tell myself, this may be the end. This may be my last day, my last moment on this earth. There is no place I feel safe at. I can't rely on the security guard guarding where I stay because he's the man. I can't rely on my family member, my uncle, my cousin because he is a man. I can't rely on my boyfriend for safety and security because he is a man and because my life as a woman has no value because I am nothing here in South Africa as a woman. Well, it really depends on the time, but usually no time is, you know, really safe. But I guess during the day, um, I do feel safer because at least um, it's easier to see the cars which are approaching and maybe there'll be more people on the streets, you know, who can bear witness of whatever might happen to me. But at night, yo, if I want to take a jog, it has to be like before the sun goes down because you never know a car will just pull up and grab you, especially with these cases of abduction and all that stuff. So, yeah, no. At night for myself, no way. For me, it's 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 tricky, hey. Like it's a it's a it's a very tricky topic because I really don't go out alone that much. Like I'd just rather not do it, especially because I'm not sure if you remember, like Hanukkah in Madrid, that one time when I was almost kidnapped when I was in town, 
so yeah like ever since that like i've been traumatized Jay, from that one incident and i'd really rather not go anyway by myself like hi now <clears throat> i usually go in town with my mom and then if there's nobody that's going to town then like i'm not gonna go in cape town i'm always asking my boyfriend to come places with me if it's my boyfriend it's like my male friends so yeah like i don't go anywhere by myself basically like i just don't go anywhere by myself unless i really 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 have to then um like i'd send my location to my boyfriend like puff on my uber if i request an uber anyway it automatically sends like shares my ride with my boyfriend so yeah in summary it's disgusting i don't know why men think they can cut our lives short why they think they have so much power over us why they think they can bully us i just don't understand you know someone said um today that we're not asking for protection we are not we are asking to not need protection um to think that when i had to walk to campus this afternoon at half past four i was scared for my life because we live in constant fear of what's gonna happen is am i next who is next you know i feel like in our country we have um gender-based violence has become a social media topic if i'm making sense men refuse to talk about it within their circles with their peers with their family members but would rather voice out their opinions on social media behind a screen it's not enough your fellow brothers your family members your friends won't see that post it has come to a point where we say as women we've done our part there's literally nothing more we can do nor say but men need to take stand i don't know this is just one mess living as a girl in sa is the worst like take for instance myself there was a day when i had to go to the second floor because i needed study material from some guy and i remember going to my friend's place and asking for her ask her room and asking her to accompany me because i was scared and my reason was because not because it's dark or not because it's in the ams where everyone is sleeping but because second floor is occupied by males i'm scared to be in a setting where it's just males because i don't know what will happen i don't trust any any man it's it's i know it's a scary feeling but it's what we basically go through because every morning when i have to walk to school i look at myself and ask myself am i wearing appropriately Am I giving them any ideas? You know, gender-based violence has become a part of our lives. It has become a norm in our lives that it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like that. Gender-based violence should become taboo to us. It shouldn't be something that 
we have normalized as a country it shouldn't be that every year we have to stand at the great hall mourning a child's life or a young adult's life or a woman's life it needs to stop it needs to stop you know every time when we speak out and say enough is enough maybe we just don't understand what enough means or don't men understand what it means uh i don't know it's such a heavy matter breaks my heart that we have to go through that we as women have to live in constant fear of males males who were made to protect us to look after us they are the ones who feel like they have authority over us it's frustrating it's frustrating oh my goodness so as a female to be walking out on the streets alone <laughs> i don't know why but like it's it's it it's quite daunting most of the time i have this oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh can i just get to where i'm going can i just get to where i'm going can i just get to where i'm going because if it isn't people hitting on you on the street or people cat calling you it's generally the fear of goodness me what if i get mad or what if i get raped or what if i get kidnapped or particularly you don't really have that fear when it's in the daytime and there's plenty of people on the street but wait till it's nighttime or like early hours of the morning and there's barely anyone on the road or in the streets that's very very scary that's it's it's anxiety provoking really and it's it's quite i don't know man why should i feel safe because i'm on the streets with maybe my parents or because i'm walking with someone else or because i don't have my phone on me or i don't know because i'm i'm not female okay but i am female so that's the whole thing why should i feel kind of not even kind of like nervous most of the time for walking alone and why is it that you know if you are to be in any kind of danger the usual question is who were you with what time was it where were you you get i would say it's it's quite a very daunting feeling and very much upsetting because it shouldn't have to be that way so for me walking out on the street alone which i don't do much is really it's not a very nice feeling because like when you walk on the street alone and and you see a male coming behind you or coming like your way you really become scared you really because most of the time you're like well, what's going what, what is he gonna do because it's a thing where it's either you you're afraid like am i gonna get dropped that's the first thing like my god i have my books and i have my my everything my, i can't lose my school books and all those kind of things and i have important things oh my god am i gonna get dropped it's the first thing so like okay fine then let's say he approaches <clears throat> and then now um, you can see okay this person doesn't really have an intention of robbing me cool 
um now another thing comes he if he starts talking to you um because like most of the time it's not like hi how are you or kind of thing it's like hi slender so it's like okay uh, that's 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 not how I, I want to be identified i'm not i'm definitely my name is not slender and i'd really appreciate if you don't call me slender but you can't really say it because it's it's scary because you already know like you kind of know the intentions of the specific especially those ones who say hi slender and i get that a lot i get that a lot hi slender i get that almost every time when i'm walking alone on the street and a male greets me and really it's really disgusting first of all because really the first thing that you could see is, is a slam is that oh, oh there's a slender um so yeah let's just use that to identify this person you know <clears throat> and then because it's it's scary because you don't want to be rude because like when you you are rude it's that thing where so first of all, if you talk to them nicely, then it's like you're giving them the wrong vibes because then whatever that they want or anything where the conversation is going, that is not where you want to go. Not at all. But at the same time, if you are rude, like not, it's not even that you're rude. It's that you're standing up for yourself and you're showing them that, hey, I, that is not how I want to be identified. I don't want to be identified as slender. And I would really appreciate if you ask for my name or just refer to me as my sister or something even though i'm not your sister and i don't really want to be your sister but you can't you can't even say it because when you do say it, then they start insulting you they call you with really like names that i can't really say <laughs> but they start calling you with names and they start really abusing you verbally so you you just like kind of keep the conversation especially you just keep the conversation going but at the same time, you don't really want to have the conversation. And it's really scary because really, it's just, I feel every time a male speaks to me, I feel harassed until the conversation is over. And I could be like, okay, fine, really, okay, that was an, an, a, a harassment. Or I could be like, okay, fine, that conversation was not a harassment at all. But when I see a male, I'm going to get scared, like really sick. And it doesn't even really matter like how old, how young, where, like anything, anything that's, that wears pants scares me. <laughs> and I know that's not funny, but yeah, anything that wears pants really, it terrifies me because you don't really know what kind of animal is in those pants. You know, it's, it's, it's a scary feeling to walk in the streets of South Africa as a young woman alone. And I just wish that... <clears throat> There could be a time where I could just walk and walk freely, knowing that no one is going to violate my rights, no one is going to rob me, no one is gonna is gonna see me and and just the only thing that they see is my body that I'm slender and identify me as that and also use that to refer to me as, you know, and um, that I can just get that respect that I deserve as a human being. And just feel that I'm safe and that I don't need to to feel like I, I don't belong on the streets, you know. I, I wish that I, I can just feel that feeling because I don't really feel it. And especially here in Gauteng, it's 10,000 
that it, that feeling is just ten thousand more than you can feel it in in really any place so it's not it's not a nice feeling to walk in the streets on the streets of south africa as a young as a young woman it's not or at least as a woman because i i don't i don't really think it's it only happens for young women i think maybe it's for everyone but for me personally i'm 20 years old and it has been happening like since i don't remember even when it started because it's really been long and i don't really remember the last time where i walked on a street and i felt safe and i felt like you know what i i, I belong here or at least i can walk freely i i don't remember the last time i felt that feeling it's not nice i can just say it's not nice at all I've never dreaded doing something in my whole entire life than having to go outside. Like just go outside and do a basic thing such as take a walk to just clear your head or um, go for a jog or just go outside and walk freely alone without being ambushed or without being attacked, without being forced into conversations you don't want to have by men i have literally never dreaded anything than i do having to walk outside i've had such a horrible experience with having to just walk by myself that i'm numb to that now it is just I'm numb. I no longer feel anything. It still upsets me, but not as much as it did before because I think I numb myself to a point that um, it became sort of, it's not normal, but it became something that I just got used to. So it is just always having to be cat-called, um, having to explain to people why you do not want to do something, having to explain, you know, um, having to walk in constant fear of who's behind you, who's looking at you in front of you, the person who's there by the corner, having to change lanes so that you don't have to walk across that group of guys, having um, having to just look over your shoulder the whole time because you do not know what's behind you. It's having to slow down so that the person who's walking behind you can walk past you so that you don't feel as though you are being followed. It's constantly just making 360 turns every 10 minutes just to make sure that your surrounding is, in inverted commas, safe for that moment. It is just... It's, the most dreadful thing ever and yo i'm so so tired of it because it is just taxing emotionally it is just a lot um i never used to i i like being free in my choice of clothing but whenever i knew that i had to um walk in a place where men would potentially be present i'd wear sloppy clothes if um, i could call it that i'd wear sweats i'd wear hoodies i'd wear clothes that didn't um seem in inverted commas revealing just so that i wouldn't at least get attention of um pedophiles and all these men who just don't 
understand that you just need to be alone and walk by yourself for once i it's it built a paranoia in me that i never knew i had now when i take jogs when i go for jogs i literally um keep in mind the car registrations of all the cars that drive past me or all the cars that um drive yeah all the cars that drive past me i take down mental notes of their registration or how the car looks or whatever when cars seem to be acting dodgy i change lanes just to see if they're kind of following me or if they just um in the same route that i'm in it is um again the most dreadful frustrating and upsetting thing because you can't be yourself because not because of some unnatural force or something uncontrollable but because of a mere person who thinks they have a right over you so it is the most dreadful thing ever and it is there's little you can do about it which is what makes it more frustrating you can't constantly be inside the house you have to go out and besides that you we walk to school we walk to go do errands we we basically live to walk at our age um we're still young there's no um you have a car you have this and this and this even going into pu- public transport is not your safe space the very same public transport you think you'll take to avoid walking could also be the end of you so it's just a constant fight and a constant battle and a very upsetting thing that we had to go through this and what's worse it still goes on it does not stop it continues and basically what they're saying is that you just have to deal with it you just have to deal with it because it's what it is so um i would equate this to going to war but except with going to war you know where your enemy is with this you never know when your end is you don't know whether it's the guy at the corner the guy at the bus stop the guy who's sitting in the coffee shop um the guy who's standing right in front of you the guy who's sitting next to you you just never know so um maybe a thriller or a horror film is a better representation of what it feels like to be a female in the streets of south africa the president of south africa declared that gender-based violence is a second pandemic in south africa those are sad words indeed because if you can think about the extent of a pandemic and comparing gender-based violence to that is overwhelming because every day another girl is being killed every day another woman is being murdered another woman is being raped stripped off her dignity it's being stripped off her life someone just comes and decides that the breath that you are taking at that moment will be your last 
this leaves us terrified it leaves us scared because these violences are not only being done by strangers no it's it's the people that we trust it's the people that we love it's the people that we let into our lives it's the people that we're supposed to be running to when we are in danger or whatever what's or not but no they are the ones that are taking our lives away from us brutally so one by one our sisters our mothers our friends are being killed young girls are being stripped of their futures hope is being taken care taking away from them it is so sad that we are only left with the question who is next am i next god where are you god can you hear us god can you hear us crying dear god if you do please answer because jesus see a pale and ghost one by one see a pale and these are only just a few cries men you've heard what the ladies have said now it's your turn to respond and until next time Stay safe.